Live from the CKDJ Studios, this is Ottawa's Wrestling Radio Show. This is Wrestling With With Ideas. Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios right here for another edition of Wrestling With Ideas on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's new music. I myself am, of course, the music man, Colin Scully, alongside me once again, Le Shockmaster, Le Champion, Le Sexy Boy, Mitch Schweitzer. Okay, come on, man. (laughs) That's a little bit too much. Anyways, we have a jam-packed show for you. Episode 150. 150. This not sh- my 150. No, not no. my not mine either. This is no, actually this is my like 60-ish, I think. I've been on since well, just about 50, really. Like my first episode was 96. Okay, that's pretty sweet. This is my like fifth, sixth, sixth, sixth. Sixth. <laughs> sixth, yeah. Anyways, we do have a jam-packed show for you. Damn straight. Uh, let's start off with uh, some news coming out of the world of wrestling before we get into mm-hmm. the WWE draft. Um, Seth Rollins. Yeah. Officially off of Team Hogan for WWE Crown Jewel. Officially. Well, they're not. I thought they're going to make him do double duty because for some reason they're putting him and the Fiend together again. Yeah. I don't know. It's stupid. Yeah. Who, Anyways, uh, who could be his replacement, do you think? I I saw something from somebody saying that it would be Edge. That would be incredible. It I would mean, be a heartwarming story. Saudi money. Sure. Saudi money, but we need to make sure he's 100% cleared first. Like, this can't be like, a, I'm risking my life for Saudi money, because that's not worth it. I so, mean, he's kind of, when you think about it, you're risking your life going to Saudi Arabia in the first place. <laughs> true. Very true. But Very, very true. <laughs> You know, you don't you don't see many reporters going to Saudi anymore. No, um, I think if it's not like I'm, I'm this is just me being like, if it's not edge, I would like to see someone like who's on the team right now. It's Rusev Ricochet. Is that it announced for Hogan's uh, team? Let me see here. Yeah, it was just those three. But now Seth's off, you know, Um, I'd like. Oh, I think Owens. Owens will join on. Owens would be a good because one. Because he's now, you know, <laughs> we'll get to that, but he's on Raw now. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting because, and if Edge is on that so team, you know he's picking up the, the win. the only two members of Team Hogan that are left are Rusev and Ricochet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I said yeah, that. That's all that's, that's all that's there. Yeah, yeah. And team- watch, watch, them, watch them throw Hogan in as the fifth member. I wouldn't be surprised because Hogan never did anything athletic. Like, his moves weren't ever crazy. He does the boot. He does the leg drop. Um, He could do that, truly. Now, will you be able to... Now, at his age... How old is he now? He's He's 66. Will he be able to get his leg that high up to be able to do the leg drop onto somebody like King Corbin... Or the uh, boot to, like, Baron Corbin or Bobby Lashley? No, he will not. Um, That's why... But we've seen... That's why Shinsuke's there. Yeah, you know, there's... You know, they might not do that um, because... They, it's just kind of an idiotic idea, but you know what? But it's WWE. <laughs> but it's WWE. So, uh, my predictions for the last three members of Team Hogan uh, would be Owens. Um, if the rumor says Edge, sure, Edge. Um, maybe Buddy Murphy or someone that you know that, that showcase. You know, someone ooh, you want to showcase. I like that. Probably Aleister Black. Also, 
he is going to pick oh. a fight with with Ric Flair. Me. Oh, <laughs> with uh, dude, Black Master Ric Flair. <laughs> he just drops. Down. Not gonna lie, as much as I love Ric Flair, I would love to see that. Oh yeah, me too. Just because Flair, yeah, he, yeah, he he deserves one. Anyways, yeah. We've got some other stuff coming out. Um, a member of the women's division has yeah. seemingly dropped long, off the face of the earth. A, a long-term member of the women's division. One of the longest tenured, I believe, as well. I think she might be, truly. One of, if not the longest tenured. I think she could be still the... technically on the active roster. I mean, Mickey James. No, but she took a huge gap. Like, she took like a four or five year gap between WWE. Yeah. So, the I person. Think she went, did she go to TNA? Yeah, oh yeah. She yeah, went she to did. TN- she went to Ring of Honor too, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um, the person we're talking about here is Alicia Fox. Uh, she's retiring, truly. I think that's a good idea. Uh, she hasn't been used in years. <laughs> I don't know. Last I remember was 2016 when she was the captain of the women's Survivor Series team. Oh, fuck. But she was on the reunion show. She was just there. Yeah. So the only thing, the whatever. only memorable thing that I can think of with AJ or uh, Alicia Fox was with AJ. Uh, 20, earlier in 2016. Okay. 20, um, that must've been 2015. Cause yeah. AJ left 2015. Right. Yeah. Um, what was it? It was just some crazy chick angle or something. They oh, were okay. tagging for a while. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Uh, she's, she's not good. I don't like her. Her entrance music pissed me off to hear. Oh God. She was never that great. Well, she that's not true, I guess. There's a reason she was there for 12, 11 years. 11 years. Yeah, we came up, we Googled that one. I mean, cool. Good for her. She's made her money. She can retire happily. Oh, yeah. Uh, good on her. Good job. Yeah. Oh, except, you know, all the arriving to live events drunk. That's actually the last thing I remember of her is yeah. that she got sent home like three times for being in, drunk. In like two months. That's sad. Anyways, whatever. Good okay, on her. But- she retired. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, was um, there any news? I think any other news. I mean, it was a slow. Week. A little bit. We'll talk about AEW in the second segment. I just yeah. do want to talk a little bit about Christopher Daniels' injury. Okay. Christopher Daniels, according to his SCU members, Scorpio Sky and Frankie Kazarian, are well. Christopher Daniels is out of action. Yeah. Which resulted in Scorpio Sky joining the match. Which was hilarious. Scorpio Sky wrestled with one shoe. <laughs> and then he okay. threw it to the crowd, and then the crowd threw it back at him. Yeah. <laughs> it was classic. That was so good. Diagnosed with a pinched nerve is Christopher Daniels. Okay. So he's fine, truly. He'll yeah. he'll be back. Yeah. I, I love Christopher. I love SCU. Yeah. I like Frankie Kazarian and uh, Scorpio Sky tagging more. But, you know... um, It was new. It was yeah. refreshing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's good. They're good together. Yeah. Now let's move on to what has everybody talking for evil or for worse. Yeah. Let's, uh, what was that? That was, that was, that was my frustrations coming out. Okay. Uh, because the draft. Yep. Sucked. Am I, do you agree? Like it sucked. Um, my brother and I were, got in a very heated argument about which brand got more fucked. Um, because my brother, what do you think? Well, hang on a second. My brother um, is a huge mark for Raw. He's a huge mark in general. He calls it, uh, he has a mean word for AEW. It's very mean. Um, Go for it. Gay EW. Oh, God. I know he sucks. Um, Anyways, 
complete mark. He doesn't, he only watched WWE, you know, he's whatever. And he seems to think Raw got fucked, um, which I disagree with. I think if anything, SmackDown had a lot of people taken away. Yeah. Yeah, you agree? I'm looking, I'm looking at the uh, results here. Yeah, I know. Like, Raw got huge talent. Like, like Raw got, got Becky. Yeah. Ricochet. Yeah. Kevin Owens. Aleister Black. Buddy Murphy. Aleister Black. Buddy Murphy. Yeah. Seth Mac- freaking Rollins. McIntyre. Charlotte. Yeah. Like, there's And tons. who did SmackDown get? Let's see who SmackDown <laughs> got. The Fiend. Braun Strowman. Roman Reigns. Yeah, but Roman Brock was already Lesnar. there. Okay. Um, the only big names they acquired were... Again, he was already there. The only no, he big, wasn't. Yeah, he was. He was with Shinsuke. Yeah, but Shinsuke... Sammy was still technically on Raw. That's stupid. Okay, anyways. The big names they acquired were Braun and Bray, and that's it. And when, King Corbin. Hell yeah. <laughs> but again, like Raw, the only like Raw got way more like it was just, yeah, it was not even. Um I it I don't think I'm gonna like watch one show more than the other though. If at all. If yeah, you know, like I can't even that'll that'll be for a, a later on the in the podcast yeah. talking about that. But um let's talk about the um the blockbuster trade. That was announced because when they announced a blockbuster trade after, I think it was, was it raw? It was during, it was literally during raw. They said, there's going to be a trade tomorrow night. It's like, oh, you pathetic, pathetic. Are we going to see the fiend back on raw? No, No. we're going to see Alexa bliss and Nikki cross set to SmackDown in, in exchange for future considerations. Yeah. You know what that is? You know what that means? That's bullshit speak for wildcard rule. Yeah, absolutely it is. One of these days, we're just going to see somebody like Apollo fucking Cruz pop up on Raw if he's not already there. I don't know if he got drafted anywhere. Well, I mean... I wonder if he gets sent to SmackDown. Or not uh, NXT. Really? I wonder. I mean, that's a better suit for him. Apollo, yeah. Yeah, for sure. sure. Um, I think... I think if I had to pick one brand, like if I personally had to pick between Raw or SmackDown for to watch for the rest of this like draft situation before the next one or whatever, yeah. Um, Raw, yeah, I guess. Even though I like SmackDown set more, and I've always liked SmackDown more, yeah, just it had a different kind of vibe. To yeah, it. my the talent and my the wrestlers I like are all on Raw, like McIntyre, Aleister Black, SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown still have uh, Otis and Tucker. Oof. Actually, you know what? Maybe, maybe I'm switching. To, they got the big dog, heavy oh, machinery, and King of, Corbs. Um, speaking of Apollo Cruz, he stayed on SmackDown. He was part of the. Uh, he was part of the supplementary announced okay. the day after. I mean, that's stupid when they do that. Um, I also want to bring up the final uh, draft pick. And uh, in, in the whole draft, here's your last last person. It's normally like the last time in like the draft in 2006, the last draft pick was Batista. You know, it's normally someone huge, game-changing, like earth-shattering. For us, it was Liv Morgan. I was like, come on. You know, I wanted them to bring up Balor <laughs> because I kind of thought the Balor thing to NXT was just to take eyes off AEW. Yeah. But I guess he's staying there. But no, Liv Morgan to Raw. 
It's like, are you kidding me? Give, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry uh, for any Liv Morgan stands out there, but she's overrated and she's, uh, she's not going to have anything for her. You know, like how, why isn't your laugh draft pick like someone huge, you know? Um, Oh my fucking God. It's just stupid. I'm just reading. I uh, clicked on Liv Morgan's link on Wikipedia. She was ranked 53 out of the top female, uh, out of the top 100 female wrestlers in PWI in 2018. 53? 53. A little high. It's a lot of high. (laughs) Anyways, uh, do you want to talk a bit of Raw? Uh, sure. Um, if anything big happened. I mean, we oh, we got the contract signing for uh, Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman. Oh, oh, here's a little bit of news I forgot. I learned how much Tyson Fury is being paid to to go to Saudi. Ooh. Guess, take a guess. Five. Oh, way more. Fifteen million dollars. For one show. 15 for a non-professional wrestler to wrestle a is it a wrestling match it's a wrestling match (laughs) it's like come on welcome back inside ckdj studios right here for wrestling with ideas we hate wwe we're only talking about aew from this moment forward i'm an elitist that's what i've been calling uh, aew fans i don't know how they haven't thought about that yet but that's a good idea i love myself yeah. Yeah, I'm an elitist. I uh I've only been watching like I get excited for AEW and I don't get excited for any other show. Yeah. You know what I the one there were there was one match on Raw that I actually didn't mind. Oh yeah. Ricochet and Shelton Benjamin. It was cool to see Shelton Benjamin back on TV. Yeah. I mean <laughs> the match was actually pretty good i'm i just i don't think shelton benjamin yeah. is as good as he used to be i'm reading through like the um the bleacher report you know how they do the grades and that yeah alistair black and eric young got a c plus okay i thought it was pretty good i liked it too yeah but take a guess at the grade that tyson fury and braun Strowman. oh a plus n really yeah I always thought they were. I can't tell if that's. I don't know. Like uh, you can take that two ways. Buddy Murphy, Cedric Alexander. Oh, that was an A. That was that was an A. Yeah, that was incredible. And then they've always been good together. And then another one of the matches that I was quite intrigued as to their thought process behind doing so. Okay. So the Kabuki Warriors made their way to the ring, and then Natalia came out without her tag team partner. Oh, who do you think they're gonna stick Natalia with? I none other than the than the chick she's been trying to beat the living hell out of for the past month. I was that a heel turn for Natalia? Was it a fucking I don't was it or was it a face turn for Lacey Evans? That's what exactly how how are they so stupid? How? You could have... That was a perfect opportunity to showcase the women that you just drafted to Raw. Your last draft pick was a female superstar. How do you not put her in your main event then? If she's such a big deal, how do you not put her there? I I can't stand them. I can't stand WWE. And then there was one more segment. 
Ugh. So Bray Wyatt hosting another edition of the Firefly Funhouse. Which they brought, the, they kept saying, oh, there's Firefly Funhouse, please keep watching. There's a Firefly. They, I counted, there were seven Firefly Funhouses coming up. Like tonight, uh, like on Raw, Firefly Funhouse, seven of them. Seven promos for Firefly yeah. Funhouse. Jesus Christ. So here's the thing. I was listening to a podcast done by Alex Palowski of Fightful, and he was talking about how the isn't the Firefly Funhouse supposed to be a figment of Bray's imagination? Uh, I I didn't think so. I thought it was literally. I thought they were trying to keep it separate between the two. Exactly right. So he brought up a point that was tweeted at him while he was recording it. Okay. He goes, so there's two possibilities. Either Seth Rollins found a portal at the Pepsi Center in Denver to an alternate universe to allow him into the Firefly Funhouse, or Bray Wyatt set up the set for Firefly Funhouse in a U-Haul, and he drives it everywhere. Or, here's the even better, you know, prediction. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they don't care. Yeah. I guarantee it is in, like, a production car where it's just shot in the back because it's just a blue wall. Notice how the first Firefly Funhouse set was, like, very elaborate. Yeah. And now it's just a blue wall with pictures. Yeah. Um, They don't, like... It's nice that people are trying to put thought into what WWE is doing. Um, We need to realize that they don't actually care. Yeah. Um, Eric Bischoff got fired. On SmackDown. (laughs) But Bruce Pritchard's probably not going to do any better. No. Because he was doing the job right before Paul Heyman and Raw fucking sucked. And guess what? Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman's Raw fucking sucks. I'm... Uh, even NXT. I'm sorry. I love NXT. It's my favorite WWE brand. They're trying so hard to compete with AEW it's not that working. it's it's bad. It's not working. It's not working. They've AEW's beat them three weeks in a row in ratings. Yeah. And it's like 1.5 mil for AEW every time. No. Last night was um or two nights ago. What the hell day of the week is it today? It's Friday. It's Friday today? It's Friday. Okay, Wednesday night for AEW was 990. Okay, that's still That's still higher than WWE. That's still higher than NXT. That's all that matters. It was 6,000. Was it only 600,000? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It was just a bad week for wrestling views, I guess. But still, like, come on. So, coming up after the commercial break, we get into what happened this past Wednesday Mm. for both shows. I guess, yeah. Um, As well as... Week two of why would you fucking do that? I've got a couple this week. You do. I have a couple this week. Um, You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9. And we're back talking about NXT and AEW, the third week of the Wednesday night. Is it pretty much official to say that we are in the Wednesday night wars right now? Yeah. I, let's I, see. I'd let's, let's see what happens if I look up Wednesday night war on Wikipedia. It must it must be something. It's I mean, I'd let say me see if I can spell Wednesday first, because <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it is. I uh, Yeah. 
Wednesday Night Wars is the ongoing period of mainstream televised American professional wrestling that began on October 2nd, 2019. Yeah, okay. so it, it, oh. it, it is a thing. Yeah. I mean, um, of, of course it is, because that's just how what fans want. They've always okay, so I miss uh, I misspoke on the ratings from Monday or from Wednesday. Okay, so Dynamite got one million. Okay, fourteen thousand. Yeah, so close. And NXT got seven hundred and twelve. Yeah, see that's so that's still... it's still big drops from last week. Like, but NXT and, still hitting a mill, or uh, AEW still hitting a mill. Yeah, so. but they dropped point seven. Per, they dropped seven percent. Uh, AEW. Yeah, I mean one point one to one million still isn't that big of a deal when you're dealing with NXT. You went from seven hundred and ninety. NXT in two weeks has gone from almost nine hundred thousand to almost seven hundred thousand, or sorry, yeah. in three weeks. Yeah. It's uh, there. How long? How long do you think it is before Tony Schiavone goes? Welcome to the most watched Wednesday night wrestling programming. Never, never. I don't think they're ever gonna do that. Really? I think that was the downfall of WCW is because WCW um made the mistake of they kept bringing up that it was a Monday Night War, where WWE never tried to talk about their competition. You know, yeah. um, AEW made that mistake in the past. I noticed talking about, oh, WWE, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, I, I assume that's going to stop. Yeah. And uh, they're just yeah. going to. Yeah. And they're just going to. It's it's they should. It's for the fans. The Wednesday Night War is kind of a fan thing and it shouldn't be a company thing. No. You know, they shouldn't be trying to outdo each other because you're going to get what and what ha- what's happening to NXT is what happens when a company tries to yeah. um step over another company. Yeah. Um rushing product, you yeah. know. NXT in my opinion should not be alive. No. They they are developmental talent. There's a reason they they were not already. Like they have incredible athletes. They have incredible wrestlers. Yeah. Ciampa Gargano, Undisputed Era as a whole, Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunne, you know, Damian Priest, but there there's a reason yeah they're there you know is it's a developmental brand and when you put a developmental brand live on television there's bound to be problems um so i feel like they're rushing into it a little bit and um, what do you say to like the arguably like the higher like the high quality indies that have tv shows because let's face it ring of honor is an indie promotion that happens to have a TV show. I know Impact yeah, yeah. is owned by a major corporation. I wouldn't say Impact is indie. Honest, they've been on TV. No, Impact is not indie. There's no way. They had such a they, they've been a big deal for a while. Would you say New Japan's indie? No. No, exactly. I think Fair. I think TNA, I New Japan, WWE, AEW are not indies. Well, the last two for sure. The last three, yeah. I don't know. Impact kind of teeters every now and then. I guess, but I'd say right now, uh, they're not. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Impact, before we get yeah. to uh, All Elite and NXT, I mean, there's really not that much to talk about NXT. Actually, yeah. no, we'll talk about Impact at the end of this. Yeah, sure. Um, um, my One of my biggest gripes about NXT is yeah. I thought I would love it. I thought I would love it to be an undisputed show with all of the undisputed era members having a title. Yeah. Um, I was wrong. 
I'm, yeah. I'm kind of sick of seeing four segments of yeah. the same people. Mm-hmm. That's just a little side thing I've yeah. been feeling. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll do a quick fire here for NXT. This it was this past week wasn't actually that bad of a show. Um, some okay, a couple of the matches were good. I'll, I okay. I won't be too nice. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa defeated Angel Garza. Big fucking deal. Undisputed. Again, a developmental talent going against a real pro wrestler in Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah. Undisputed Era attacking Velveteen Dream. <laughs> Great. Imperium defeating Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch. Yeah. Um, that was how a do you decent... feel about that? <laughs> I mean... It was okay. What are they... Is UK going to die, do you think? NXT UK? Well, what with them talking about NXT Japan... Yeah. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I just I it doesn't get any views no. on, on network. No. It's 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 really died down, especially with them taking Imperium, which is their biggest draw from the UK show. All of those people were huge draws. And Pete Dunn's over here now too. Exactly. And well, I guess they still have Mustache Mountain. But they're whatever. Um yeah, I don't One see... can only watch uh, Gallus squash Jack stars enough times yeah. before it's just like that's what I, I don't know I think they're going all <laughs> all in on um, NXT yeah. and it's it's not paying off no no uh, Io Shirai defeated somebody that I had never heard of in Caden Carter yep. I don't know who that is of course you don't because they're a developmental brand and they have about 700 people backstage yeah Keith Lee and Dominic Djokovic ends in a no contest I like that match I'm Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic are good together. They're very good together. Is that number five, though, of them facing off against each other? Uh, sure. <laughs> it's easily over three um, because I watched the first three in the past. The last two, which have happened in, in a month. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm sick of I'm yeah. sick of Matt Riddle kinda. defeated Bronson Reed. Cool. Yeah. Great. Matt Riddle. Cool. Tegan Knox. Another example of NXT UK. Defeated Tainara Kanchi. Big deal. Finn Balor returning to the ring next week. I'll probably watch that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, there you go. There's something that may, maybe draw me away from it. Killian Dane defeated Boa. That Chinese guy yeah, that yeah. signed no, last year. Yeah. No. Damian Priest defeated Pete Dunne in the main event. I like Damian Priest. See, now, now, no. Now you're saying you like Damian Priest. I liked Punishment the past Martinez. three fucking weeks. You've been shitting on me for picking Damian Priest and everything. Oh, I don't think he's. Uh, I like him. I don't think he's better than anyone else. I think. I think Pete Dunne is much better than him. I also think Adam Cole, uh, Velveteen Dream, all of the Undisputed Era, Gar- Gargano. I. I don't think he's a main event star. Yet. Uh, Which yeah. is why he's on the developmental brand. Exactly, but he's main eventing a developmental brand. So he's close, I guess. Um, he's he's cool theme. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what's up with it's always the like dark metal guys that have just the dopest theme, hey, you know? Not mad. Yeah, not mad. Um, moving on to the better example of a wrestling show on Wednesday, AEW <laughs> Dynamite live from Philadelphia. Oh, it was a tag. What did they call it? They called it a tag team extravaganza. Yeah. Well, I mean, because they're continuing most of the, uh, because they have to get all the uh, tag title matches, tag title tournament matches in before full gear. (laughs) Yeah, but there was like a tag match that wasn't even uh, part of the tournament. I mean, I'm not complaining. I think 
We should almost start doing like match of the week stuff. Okay. Because in my head, the tag team match between uh, Pac, Moxley versus oh, yeah. Kenny and that was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Also, um, yeah. it featured SCU going over the best friends. Yeah. A uh, cool like SCU of Scorpio Sky and Frankie yeah. Kazarian. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Santana and Ortiz squashed Alex Reynolds and Johnny Silver. Um, yeah, that was just to, uh... For a squash match, it was a good squash match. Yeah, they got cool moves in. I, it was just kind of to, uh, push a full gear match. So, whatever. Yeah. I, I was fine with it. Um, the Lucha Bros beat the Jurassic Express. Um, I didn't realize that Marco Stunt was in the Jurassic Express. No? I thought he was there once or twice. No, to just... it was, well, it was, it, it, Luchasaurus wasn't even in the match. I know, it sucked. I was really excited to see Luchasaurus. But I mean, the team of Jungle Boy. They did some cool stuff. Jungle Boy and Marco Stunt. You can't go wrong with them. They're very good. I just, I, I love Luchasaurus. Love him. I think he's incredible. I don't incredible. give a fuck what you say. Marco Stunt does not belong in a ring at all. How old is Marco Stunt? Like 25. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, he's old. He's literally like 4'1". He's so small. Did you catch my Jim Cornette impression? I did. Okay. I I did catch your Jim Cornette impression. You didn't talk about Sprite, though. Oh. That guy always drinks Sprite. I want my cheeseburger, goddamn. Um, Marco Stunt, he doesn't even have a fucking Facebook page. Or, uh, Facebook, uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> Let's see here. Marco Stunt. Cage match. It doesn't even say his fucking age on cage match. Rough. Come on. He's 23. 23? Okay. He's 5'2". 5-2. 5-2. Okay. Not 5-2. 4-1. Not 4-1. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Good. Cool. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool. Uh, anyways, Lucha Brothers defeated Stunt and Jungle Boy. Yep. And good match. On to, yeah, very good match. On to your uh, why would you fucking do that of the week. Yeah. I. Why? Why'd they put a women's title match on the, like, second or the third week and why would it be with Britt Baker? It didn't make sense. Well, because Britt Baker was on commentary during the match with Lyra Yeah, Rose yeah, I get that. And Riho. But it's like, it, it just, it wasn't, it, this is hard to say. You, no, because it, it was Britt Baker that was supposed to face. Yeah, but then she lost in the Battle Royal. Because, wasn't she hurt or something? No, she just got, she just lost. Oh. So, I mean... They're doing it just to do it, I guess, because they thought it would get eyes. It wasn't that good of a match. It got a B plus on Bleacher Report. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really like Bleacher Report. I don't use them normally. Okay. Um, they're cool with reporting news quickly, but they're very biased. Yeah. Uh, so am I, I guess, because... No, that's not true. I like both of these girls. I just... They didn't put on a quality match. I just... No. Why would you... It seemed out of place. Yeah. Um, in a In a night full of tag teams and... Whatever. I guess there was an AEW title match, but that was to further a storyline. I just it yeah. it it was it it seemed out of place and it wasn't that good. Yeah. Anyways, after that was match of the night and match of our week. Match of the week so far, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't assume. Don't get your hopes up. Please. I mean, Roman Reigns versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the IC title tonight will probably be a barn bur- a barn burner. 
No, I won't. I'm fucking kidding. Love Roman. Love Shinsuke. Yeah. Fuck off, though. I mean, the only way it's a barn burner, because you know how sometimes they call arenas barns, right? Yeah. The only reason, the only way that that match will be a barn burner is if the fans get so pissed off that they start a riot and light the barn on oh, fire. That's dude. the only way it's going to be a barn burner. I don't get. Anyways, whatever. That doesn't matter. No, nope. Fox tonight. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega defeated Pac and John Moxley. Oh, incredible match. After the Moxley, storytelling. Moxley hit a dirty deeds on Pac. Uh, a paradigm shift. Is that what they call it yeah. now? Okay. But it's different, too. He normally does it differently. I'm, I'm, I'll stand by this. He's trying to change it up from a dirty deeds where it's a double underhook DDT, but it's like an impaler, so he lifts them up and then drives them down. Pac just kind of fell down with it. Okay, that's because he's Pac. Yeah. He doesn't but, give a fuck about anything. Yeah, but normally, like, when he was doing it against Janela Omega, it's a paradigm shift because, he like, he lifts them up and slams them down. It's different. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. Still love it. Still love Moxley. Uh, everyone in that match was incredible. The storytelling with it, with um, Pac and Moxley not being friends, but Pac still trying to, you know, get in the spotlight. Um, Hangman going after Pac. Just that, the V triggers that Omega was delivering. Yeah. Oh, it was just so good. Yeah. Um, and then... Uh... And then also Philly's, a great match. Yeah, it was a great match. And then before the Philly street fight, we had an amazing video package detailing Cody and his drive oh, yeah. for full gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love those kind of video packages. I, I do. One thing and I, I don't. Did, one thing I did like is how uh, your buddy. And I'm, I'm calling him MJF. I don't give a fuck what he thinks. Okay. Um, it's on you. Yeah. Wait until I buy a scarf. All right. Oh, <laughs> please don't. Um, yeah, he'll autograph it. Hey, Colin, fuck you. Oh, yeah, um, you Damn straight. Um, I like how he wasn't showing, like, I like how he wasn't healing it up. Yeah. And how he was just straight. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't always love those dramatic. Those just seem like they should be on their YouTube show. Like, you know, the Nightmare Family Road 2 series they do. Yeah. Um, which I'm pretty sure that's where it was from. I think they posted it on Monday. Probably. Anyways, it's a very well shot, well constructed everything. Um, I mean, AEW overall. Yeah, it's normally very well shot and stuff. Um, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, the only thing with AEW is their, uh, their commercial timings are shit. They've been getting better, but I agree. There was a spot, I can't remember, I think it might have been right before the tag match, where, um... Which tag match? The, <laughs> like, oh, the main... <laughs> Moxley. Okay, cool. Um, where you could clearly hear Justin Roberts go 10 seconds, and then it was, I counted on, like, 10 seconds, and then as soon as that happened, Kenny, Kenny Omega's music hit. Okay. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't hear that, but you know what? I'm gonna sound like I'm just defending them to defend them. It's third week. Um, Fair. You know, there's gonna be kinks. It's yep. gonna, there's going to be kinks. Yeah. And now it is time to talk about the main event, Darby Allin versus Chris Jericho. Killer match. Yeah. Dude, they did some things in there. Like that duct tape spot at the end with the, it was clever. And the amount of crap Darby Allin did while duct taped. Like the. the he almost pulled the Orange Cassidy with the tope with his uh, hand behind Yeah. The back. Well, he did, but he flipped too. Did so he? he went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he right. did just that basic suicide dive. And then as soon as he, like his head came out, he turned into a front flip. Yeah. It was crazy. Also, I hate the way that Excalibur calls the tope con hilo. 
Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you. We're commentary gonna... team's lacking. Oh, my God. A tope con hello. <sighs> yeah, commentary team's lacking. No, uh, Jim, um, Excalibur. Yeah. I mean, there's... Excalibur. Okay, Excalibur is a good commentator when he's with a right partner. Did you? His PWG work. Oh, yeah. Is amazing. Very good. Did you hear who's a special commentary for AW Dark? It was in Philadelphia, so they brought out Taz. No fucking way. Ta- it's Taz, JR, and... Um, is that for just this past week? Or is I think that... it's this week. That's, yeah, the next Tuesdays. Okay. AW Dark. Um, I That'd wonder be cool. If, I wonder if Taz will get a job there and do commentary. I'd love that. I like Taz. Yeah. But who do they get rid of? I don't know. Maybe Excalibur. Mm. Who's the other guy? Mark... Alex Marvez. Alex no, Marvez. No, but he's gone now. Now it's Shivani, Ross, and Excalibur. Right, right, right. Maybe Shivani. Uh, no, like, they no? won't get rid of Shivani. Well, he does a lot of backstage stuff. Yeah. More but, than, he's to- but he's Tony fucking Shivani. In my opinion, get rid of Excalibur. Yeah. He's, eh. yeah, whatever. Anyways, match was good. Um, it match looked, was really good. Yeah. Yeah, see, I understand now why you say that uh, you don't really rely on Bleacher Report for this kind of stuff. Yeah. They, were, they rated it a B. See, that's BS because they did like <laughs> nice segue. crazy good. <laughs> they did really good stuff. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Um, before we get to Bound for Glory 2019, yep. I'll do my quick why the fuck would you do that? Yeah, love to hear it. I can't remember if I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but I'm going to talk about it again a little bit anyways. Not necessarily just this one instance, but the shortening or changing of ring names when it seems like they're actually giving somebody a push. Yeah. Andrade. Andrade. Ali. Oof, Ali. Eric and Ivar. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Tucker. Bludgeon Brothers Bludgeon got Brothers. that. Harper and Rowan. It happens a lot. And recently, Shorty Gable. That's not just a nickname that Baron Corbin gave to him. That's his legitimate... That's what it says on his fucking Titantron. Yeah, that was shocking. That was shocking. Like, yeah. Why? When Stephanie McMahon said it during the draft, ugh. Yeah. Anytime Stephanie McMahon speaks, Yeah, honestly. My brother does a very good Stephanie McMahon. Does he? Yeah. Oh, God, I'd love to hear that. It's actually good. You should get him on the show. I'll have him him record it sometime and we'll put it on. It's really good. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Anyways, to close out the show before, like, we'll talk about Bound for Glory, but I wanted to sort of mention, uh, we're going to be taking a look back to the past episodes of the show here. Um, I've been on here since 96. 1996. Yes, I've been on the show. <laughs> yeah. A whole five years before I was born and a whole 18 years before the show even began. Damn. I was on the show. Damn, that's impressive. Dude. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, No, I was on since episode 96 and this is episode 150. It's been a year and a half. It's fucking crazy. Wow. But um, anyways, Bound for Glory coming to us from the... Odium Expo Center in Chicago, Illinois. Wow. The Odium Expo Center, dude. A whole, that's, that's quality. Oh, yes, it is. Were you here for Bound for Glory in 2016 or 17 when they came to Ottawa? No. Lucky. Sadly. Lucky. Why? I went. Yeah. It was horrible. Was it? Yep. 
It was uh, okay, but don't lie. You got goosebumps when they were singing "Oh Canada" for Petey Williams. Yeah, I was a part of that. That was pretty dope. Yeah. Um, this is my thing. Just a little side thing. Uh, the main event was Eli Drake and Mundo. I'm pretty sure. Sure. And it ended in a DQ uh, for Alberto El Patron coming out yeah. and like hitting them. It was stupid. Um. Anyways, I'm happy you didn't go because I hated it. Don't trash them too much. We're on their media list. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love, I, uh, yeah, okay, I love well, Impact. Don't. <laughs> Ross, we love you. Please don't kill us. Please. Um, anyways, let's talk about Bound for Glory. So there are nine matches announced for this. You're going to have a fun time with this. Okay, good. No, you're really not, but <laughs> you are. Of course I um, am. I'll go bottom to top here. Okay. So we've got The North... Ethan Page and Josh Alexander okay. as Impact Tag Champs defending their tag belts in a three-way tag team match. Okay, three-way team, tag match. Team one, Rich Swan and Willie Mack. Okay. And team two, the whole effing show, Rob Van Dam and oh, his no partner, way. Reiner. Rhino, Reiner. 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 Okay, so Rhino, RVD so Rhino, Rhino and RVD, they're taking it. Mm. Oh, they will. They're they're doing that. They're but they're doing free. the whole. They're they're pushing the North something severe though. Yeah, but they have a way of just yeah. WWE former WWE people. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. I say RVD and the No. Yeah. Up next is a call your shot gauntlet match with no participants announced. A gauntlet match where the winner could choose any championship match of their choice. Okay. Cool. Who the fuck is in it? TJP will win. If he's not in anything else. All right. Up next, we've got a five-way intergender ladder match. Intergender? X Division Championship. Okay. We've got a wrestler yet to be announced versus Ace Austin versus Daga versus current X Division champion Jake Crist versus daughter of former four horse man Tully Blanchard. Oh this is Tessa Blanchard. Oh they are related. Yeah they're it, okay. it's his daughter. Yeah yeah I didn't know if they were yeah I I, I felt I I always forgot to look it up so yeah. okay. No, she's very good. She'll yeah. win. Yeah she'll win that for sure. Taya Valkyrie versus Emma for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Uh who's the champ? Emma? Uh, Taya Valkyrie. Okay, well, Emma will win then. Emma, like, you know who that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Rascals, Desmond Xavier, Trey Miguel, and Zachary Wentz taking on the three triple A superstars Dr. Wagner Jr., Aerostar, and Taurus. Okay, well, probably the triple A guys. Yeah. Michael Elgin versus. Okay. Japanese legend Naomichi Marufuji. Okay. <laughs> this is um, see these this that's match not bad. This match here is probably gonna be match of the night. Yeah, that sounds pretty dope, actually. I mean, given the next or I mean either this one or the main event. Okay. I mean, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. I go Marufuji. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, here's where you're gonna lose your shit. Good. Moose. Yes, Moose. Taking on the first ever UFC Hall of Famer. Whoa. What? The first. Or no. 
Yeah, he was the first ever UFC Hall of Famer. Okay. The world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock. No way. Yeah. They got Ken Shamrock? Yeah. Okay. Firstly, moose for life. Okay? Yeah. I'm a big old moosey boy. Uh, why is Ken Shamrock there? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell? Um, yeah. uh, he was my first big profile, my first big name interview on this show, yeah. actually. Back episode 108. Yeah. It was okay. originally Zach that was supposed to do that interview, but he had training at his new job. Okay. And he gave it to me, and I'm like, what the fuck? He told me the day of, too. Wow. Uh, he, he he called me, and he's like, hey, so um, I'm at I'm at the station. I can't say the station. But um, actually, fuck it. It's a podcast. He was at... Eh, I probably shouldn't. He was at the station <laughs> yeah, yeah. doing training for his new job. And he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, are you busy right now? He goes, and I'm like, no, I'm at the station right now. He goes, cool. Call call Ken Shamrock in 20 minutes and interview him. I'm like, fuck, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's dope, though. It was it, he, a great guy. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Great guy. Um, Tough as nails, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Him not and his, bad, not him bad and his brother. Good news. His brother was good in the yeah, UFC as well. I, I, I really like Adopted Frank. brother, actually. Oh, were they, was he adopted? Yeah. They, got, they don't actually look similar, so I guess. No. Well, I mean, Ken Shamrock was adopted, too. Hmm. Oh. So Frank Shamrock, well, I mean, given the fact that Frank Shamrock's real name is Frank Alicio Juarez III. It's a dope name. Yeah. Um, and in the main event. The Machine, Brian Cage, okay, takes on the leader of OVE, Sammy Callahan, for oh. the Impact World Championship. That match is going to be fucking insane. Um, yeah, I don't love Brian Cage. Neither do I. Now yeah, you're not a Brian Cage. I'm more guy? of a Sammy Callahan. I'm, I'm like, yeah, Sammy Callahan. Sure. Other than like the North, yeah, is probably my favorite talent in Impact right now. Um, I mean. Moose is there. <laughs> Has Moose Ken done Shamrock. anything else? Moose? I think he's only ever been in TNA. Well, I guess he does little indie he shows. He did Ring of Honor for two years. Did he? Yeah. And I know he did Barely, a... Barely, uh, though. When WCPW was a thing, he did WCPW a lot. Yeah. Cool, he, though. Yeah. That's uh, that's not a bad card. No. Um, Is Austin Aries still with Impact? No. He's not. He's in MLW now. Right. You know what? I knew that because I watched him when he did the, like, no-sell quit thing. And he told everyone to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's Let's not a bad see. card. I wonder if MLW are doing anything soon. Huh. I don't know. Uh, I uh, don't watch. I don't keep up with MLW that much. I used to. I think it's kind of a lame name, and that's why I don't yeah. keep up. Like, I, Major I, League I, Wrestling? I, Come I on. I used to keep up with them. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night super fight, September or November second, at the Cicero Stadium in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Chicago always gets cool wrestling crowd. Yeah. Oh, this is actually a decent card. Oh yeah. We've got Alexander Hammerstone versus Davy Boy Smith Jr. Davy Boy Smith. Tom Lawler versus Timothy Thatcher. Okay. Teddy Hart versus Austin Aries. For the uh, yeah, world yeah. middleweight championship. Okay. And then we've got who the fuck is this guy? Who? Jacob Fatu. Oh, dude. That's Jacob. Jacob. Yeah. Jacob that's actually the Usos uh sibling. They have a they have another brother that isn't signed to WWE. Is he the brother? Yeah, yeah. 
I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. Look at them. They look identical. Are the Usos Rikishi's kids? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Then yeah, it is. Yeah. Because yeah. his father, um, the Usos are his cousins. His cousins? Yeah. Oh, weird. Uh, Umaga was his uncle. Okay. And his dad wrestled in the WWF as Tama and the Tonga Kid. Okay. Do you remember the Tonga? Do you know who the Tonga Kid is? No. He, he was back like mid 80s. Oh, uh, no. 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 Um, but yeah, so Can't Jacob Fatu is their current uh, heavyweight champion. I've seen him do some champion. stuff. He's not bad. Yeah. Versus LA Park. Okay. I know LA Park. With Selena DeLorenta. Here's a question for you. I haven't really had a chance to ask you about this. What are your thoughts on uh, Promociones Dorado and how they're doing that sort of thing with MLW? I don't even know. Okay, I never mind. Never I, again. I don't keep up with. So Selena MLW. De Laurenta, It's kind of like a, like a ministry thing, almost in a way. Oh, you okay. know what I mean? Like, yeah. okay, not not like a ministry sort of deal, but like. But kind of. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to see where it says like who is in Promociones Dorado. Okay. I don't know if I can find anything. And just for the record. L.A. Park is the original uh, is the original La Parca, okay. not like the uh, not La Parca dos. Okay, like it's the actual La Parca, like the like the uh, WCW La Parca. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think it says anywhere where he's like. I don't know. Cool. Um, Anything else you wanted to cover this week? Cool, so cool. now we take a dive into the vault of wrestling with ideas. Thank you guys for listening this week. And as always, Mitch, keep it sexy. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. How's it going guys? Music Man here. The following clips you're about to hear are from my time as either a host or a co-host of the show. I started back, as I mentioned in the podcast, back in episode 96. But these are just some of my favorite moments from the show since I've been on. Hope you enjoy. We're going to talk about Raw. We have... The B team had a barbecue to announce yeah. that their contention for the Raw Tag Team Championships, as all segments that involve food go in the WWE, turn into a massive food fight. Rhino is chilling in the background eating bologna sandwiches, or bow-loney sandwiches, as we're supposed to, yeah. with bow-tato salad, as the, the Raw announced yeah. team would have us believe. And the, and the bow dogs. And the bow dogs, yes. Yeah. If I had to compare him to any WWE superstar right now, I'd probably say early Miz. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. No, but he was talking about Vanessa Craven. Vanessa Craven is 6'2", and she weighs 200 pounds. That looks like a fucking... Be oh, cool. I am so sorry. We're going to cut straight to a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking more. Crown Jewel, you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 1079.
If I even if I miss backlash, I'm probably I've had this good game of softball. Nothing could possibly make me mad right now. <laughs> Holy crap, was this backlash show bad? Oh my goodness. Like I thought like people were kind of overplaying it, you know what I mean? No. Cuz I was they really weren't. Cuz cuz I you know, I was like, okay, you know, like people are very upset about this. Oh my god. <laughs> this yeah. was like I remember I I watched most of it cuz I was working. Yes. For most of it, but I got back uh I believe I got back just in time to watch the entire AJ Styles match. Okay. I like it was a good like the actual match itself was decent. Yes. But the finish just Ah. Oh my god, that finish. Okay. So, let's 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 oh, get into some now, of the Now that you, now that you've brought up the list actually, I remember seeing the uh, Elias segment. Oh yeah, that segment. That was uh <laughs> wow. All right, let's 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 calm ourselves down here. Yeah. Let's calm ourselves down here. We're already we're already want to like rip apart this show. But yeah. uh we got to keep ourselves calm. We got to keep ourselves cool. We got to keep ourselves collected cuz apparently, but then again, I've been told that Angry Me is very entertaining. It is. It is pretty it entertaining. It is quite entertaining. So, I'm going to try I'm a I'm a pretty passionate guy, especially yeah. when it comes to professional wrestling. Yep. Oh my god, this show. Okay. So again, this is episode 104 of Wrestling With Ideas. Yep. Uh, if you listen back, I got a lot of good re- uh, response as well from the interviews we did with Sheldon Jean and MJF. Right. Uh, MJF, that piece of crap MJF. Yeah. Just so mean to Canadians. So mean. Um, but uh, we had some good feedback from those interviews and a lot of people liked the episode yeah. last week. So thank you everybody for this. Uh, boy, this Backlash show, let's just go straight into it now. I just wanted to bring that up because it was on my mind and I needed some positivity in this. Cause, uh, let's go. Yeah. Let's start positively. Okay, so the yeah. opener was really good. It was. The opener was really good. Seth Rollins versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship was very good. It was, yeah. I liked this match. I thought it was a great match. Rollins is on another level of a worker right now. He has been having yeah. some very, very good matches. And it all it's seems almost- to have stemmed around from that Raw where he went like over an hour in that gauntlet match. Right. And ever since then, he's just been on fire, man. It's been yeah. awesome. It almost, uh, Rollins right now is reminding me of Rollins after he uh, pulled off the heist of the century yes at mania 31 yeah like ron's quality of matches has really improved since he actually won the intercontinental the inter the ic title the ic title oh we're 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 already having I'm a stroke i'm just so mad <laughs> i can't talk because i'm so mad about how bad backlash actually was so so it really there's just a lot of questionable booking decisions about this backlash so I the one match I after this with Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax. You know what? I understand the story that they were talking yeah. telling here. I wasn't expecting five star classic, but it's like you know what? At least Nia Jax won, right? Yeah. It, which she was supposed to be the one to win, and fortunately that was the one that happened. It wasn't the the greatest match, but no. I didn't think it was bad. I just no. think it did its job. It was yeah. The, <sighs> oh, but, I have mixed feelings about the entire. Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss storyline. Yeah. Well, yeah. General. I mean, the storyline, the way the build, they build it, it's really tough to get behind because it yeah. is, you know, it, it really is, you know, real world sort of. And a lot of people like it hits home to a lot of people, so yeah. you really have to execute that well. And they've yeah. done okay. Like the last, the most recent moment of Bliss segment was probably the best one. Yes. Yeah. 
Um, I just hope that this leads to a last match at Money in the Bank, <laughs> where Nia just absolutely kicks the living crap out of Alexa Bliss, and that yeah. puts Alexa Bliss, yeah, back. I don't know, but apparently she's hurt though. So right. there's a shoulder surgery uh, that okay. she's or something like that. I believe it's her shoulder. But okay, so she is out for a while. So I yeah, this so feud's the, gone. So yeah, so. Let's uh, let's say in the Raw women's is there gonna be is it just gonna be a women's money in the bank or is there gonna be a Raw and a SmackDown? Um, I think it's a Raw. I think it's a Raw and SmackDown, but there is a women's money in the bank. Okay, so actually, I'm trying to remember from Raw and SmackDown. Was it unilateral? I didn't watch SmackDown this week, so I didn't well, watch I, too much of Raw. The only thing is, is that I think last year when they did it, it was right now. If you ask everyday wrestlers what their goal in wrestling is it's to win championships and to win the belt would you say that that's your goal in wrestling or what would your goal in wrestling be not for shit i really don't give a shit about a 10 pound pace you know what what i want to do at this point in my life I'm an old bag. I've been doing this for a long time. I've seen them come and go. I have a lot of friends in wrestling, contrary to what you might think. Some people have come to accept the man that I am. And they see that I'm a, they see that I'm a truthful, honest, direct, pure person. And uh, while they go for the belt, what I do, as I told you, is bring them the misery that they need to see. Well, it's, it's for them it's important to have that belt. I try to gain those titles for the simple fact that it can show anybody else craving for it, thriving for it, fighting for it, that you can't get everything you want in life. If that person needs it to be happy, I won't take it away from him. Just so realizes what real life is. I've been about a belt. Life is all failing to get that belt. Getting up, trying to do it again, and failing again and again and again. That's what life is. Failure. I'm honest about it. These people are not. Now, the snake. Yeah, what about it? A lot of people have questions about the snake first question is there like is there like a where did the snake idea come from it's not an idea it's an animal i've always loved reptiles i love every animal that there is i am a zoo fanatic i love going to the zoo goes back to the primitive state of everything of everything Snakes and reptiles are the most primitive and oldest races and species on this earth, more so than human. And they're pure, they're true, they have no ambiguity. They don't give a shit about humans. They're true to themselves. They're cold, calm. They'll only strike you if they have to. They'll only bite you if they're hungry. They're not aggressive. They're just so soothing and calming and beautiful. So as every little animal, I have dogs, I have cats. <laughs> if the 
flatten it with Adam alone, like, I'd be much better off. Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios here for a podcast-only edition of Wrestling With Ideas right here on, I guess it's not on CKDJ, because it's podcast only. I am the chicken giblet, Colin Scully, oh, and alongside me, <laughs> all right, I, alongside me, as always, we've got Dr. Bob and Gus Burgess. I feel like before we wa- before I uh, introduce what matches we're going to be watching today, I should explain the chicken giblet. Uh, Bob and Gus got Popeyes before. We should not have chicken giblets. I think this would be way more interesting if you just didn't explain it. <laughs> yeah. We'll hey, we, we, want that, we want that Popeyes sponsorship. You know? exactly. yeah, there you go. All right. uh, Louisiana giblets fresh. I love it. Popeyes, <laughs> give us a call. Hey, I'm Ken Shamrock. The world's most dangerous man. And you're listening to Wrestling Ideas. That's right. The first match that you were a part of, not necessarily as a wrestler, but the first match that you were a part of on WWF television was an I Quit match between Bret Hart and Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 13. Now, you were made into, you were put into that match as a special guest referee. What was that like, and how did they prepare you for that role specifically? Yeah, that was a brilliant move on on somebody's part, um, whether it was Vince or whether it was Bret or whether it was Stone Cold or maybe even a, a culmination of all of them. It was brilliant for them to do that because they were getting killed uh, in the war against the WCW, they were just getting hammered. And so Vince brought me in as this no holds barred guy. You know, you got Bill Goldberg, who was creating his character after, you know, an image that I was really, um, uh, which is the no holds barred era, right? The, the, the champion of no holds barred. And then you had Bret Hart, who was a shooter, submission guy. You had Stone Cold, who was basically portraying the same thing as a bare knuckle fighter, toughest son of SOB, I don't listen to nobody, I go and beat everybody up, mm-hmm. you know, and he had that era about him. So, you know, Vince was going, hey, at least this is what I think, that we got to change the direction because all our superstars with WCW, so now we've got to change the direction we're going. We need to push the envelope. We need to push the boundaries of TV on what we can and can't do on TV. And so bringing me into that match, I was a little skeptical because – here I was, this guy in the in the real world of uh, being a guy that had been dominating over in Japan and dominating here in the U.S. with no holes barred and, and mixed martial arts. I was it. I was a champion in both. And uh, I leave that, and I go into pro wrestling, and I'm thinking to myself, when they put me in there with Brett and Stone Cold, I didn't mind if I was wrestling because I could make it look however I wanted it to. But now I had to go in and ref two guys that I didn't know that well that I knew who they were and I knew they put on good matches. But at the same time, I'm thinking to myself, if one of their punches don't land, I can't sell it. I mean, I don't know how to do that. I, I'm, yeah. I'm real. And I just don't know how I'm going to be able to portray that. And so I was a little bit nervous going into it. And so when the bell rang and the match started, we were probably five, eight minutes in, and I completely lost all of that doubt because they were beating each other. They were literally taking each other to a point to where they were, were trying to make each other say, I give up. And yeah. uh, I was so impressed with that match and the match that they had um, that I was a fan refereeing it. 
Right. Now, were you hoping for your debut wrestling match in WWF to be at WrestleMania 13? No, I didn't. I, I was basically, uh, I just... No. Oh, can we please bury Sam Roberts a little bit? Well, you know what we can do, John? First of all, before, if anybody is unfamiliar with Sam Roberts, if you've ever watched a WWE live, but like a pre-show, he's the guy who looks like Dean Ambrose with a bad hair day and a nasty beard. And he was on the kickoff show with Pat McAfee, who just killed it. He just, he just killed it. But we had Sam Roberts and what's uh, what was her name? Charlie Caruso. Charlie Caruso, Sam Roberts, and Pat McAfee. And they were discussing the women's title match. And Sam Roberts made a no-no. So here is, of course, that no-no that we are talking about. We're in for something really special. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get to see Shayna Baszler be dominant as she always is. We're going to see Bianca Belair finally step up and get the and get the opportunity yep. to uh, to challenge yep. for the women's championship. Yep. It's it's just it's not. I mean, I don't think it. It's not takeover worthy. Like whoa, Bianca Belair. She's a good athlete, but like, look, look at the list of women's champions. Wow. Look at you got you got Shayna Baszler, you have Charlotte, you have Sasha Banks, you have Oscar, you have Patty Sane. Like, this is a list of the wow. elite women in wrestling, and Bianca Belair is nowhere close to that list. I, I, hey, Takeover has become what Takeover has become. There's only five matches on this card, and we're gonna sit here on the panel and act like there's a possibility. So one of the most skilled women in the history of NXT needs to worry about another woman hitting her with her ponytail. Wow. It shouldn't be. It's, it's but Bianca does. She she prides herself on being the strongest, the toughest, the fastest. We've seen her win competitions at the PC. She's not going she's not gonna win. She doesn't have a chance to win the match. You know she doesn't have a chance Sam, to win. Sam, tell us how you really feel there. Even, I mean, you, even you. Me? Those, Even me? What is rocks it? clanging in your head, you know that Bianca Belair does not have a shot at beating Shayna Baszler. And when we walk into a takeover, knowing that the challenger doesn't have a shot to win the championship, we're wasting a match. Bianca Belair is a great athlete. Wasting I would love to see this match on wasting NXT a match, TV. Sam just Put said. it on NXT TV. <laughs> She'll be champion one day. But you know what day she won't be champion? Today, she's not ready. Bianca. So yeah, I had actually been listening to Sam Roberts' wrestling podcast leading up to TakeOver. And I had forgotten why I had hated him so much. Because his podcasts, they're pretty damn good. And then I, and, and, and then I saw this. This, uh... I think he had a thought, and it just turned into a fart in his mouth, and it was just all downhill from there. And especially, I'm sorry, but if you're sitting next to Pat McAfee... His facial expressions during this whole thing was just probably why Sam Roberts couldn't focus and say what he wanted to say. But he also said waste of a match. And like while my thoughts were pretty much the same as Sam Roberts, you don't say that. I didn't think it was a waste of a match. But could there have been a better there would have there, there are better Shana opponents. Baszler? Yes. There are better opponents for Shayna Baszler. You can say that. But you don't say waste of a match. I was like, I would have defend. I defended him up until he said waste of a match, and then it's like, well, I'm not, uh, I'm not staying on this sinking ship. <laughs> Sorry, Sam. Not staying on Kyrie Sane's sinking ship. I see. 
No, it's Eero Shirai's. All right. Uh, I was just wondering, you know, Canada is known for its uh, harsh winters uh, and you're known for your scarves. Uh, do you have any advice for us Canadians on some uh, nice scarves that we can wear? Oh, well, my first bit of advice would be to move to America. But, yeah, my second bit of advice would be, yeah, Burberry scarves. You don't wear one scarf. Burberry is a standard bearer of excellence. Uh, there's no better scarf to wear than the Burberry. There you go. Um, so I doing my research on you just before the show, you definitely display a sort of cockiness, uh, I guess is the best way to put it. Cockiness? Uh, well, yeah. I what mean, is that supposed to mean? Well, I mean, you're, you're, you're very, I, I guess I say the better word is confident, I guess I could say. There we go, bud. There we okay, go. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's me being a little bit too forceful, but you definitely display a ton of confidence, uh, whether it be in your tweets, whether it be the AMA I read on your, uh, on the Reddit that you did or the interviews that you do. Where does all this confidence come from? Oh man, confidence is key when it comes to this industry, but not only this industry in life. I'll tell you where it came from, my birth. See, when you're born better than everybody else, it just kind of oozes out of you. And I knew at a young age that I was better than everybody else because I was stronger, faster, more intelligent, and I had more money. So, uh, yeah, I, I was born with confidence. Unlike most people on this planet, I am not afraid to speak my mind. I'm not afraid to walk the walk, and you're damn sure I could talk the talk. Well, I could definitely say, you know, in full honesty, that your confidence has definitely translated into the ring. Uh, you've won multiple titles. Uh, recently, you won the CZW World Championship. But it's interesting, uh, considering I've seen your interviews, and you're very much against hardcore wrestling. So why would you want to compete for CZW? Oh, I compete for CZW just to strictly prove a point. Uh, a place like CZW needs a man like me to carry the company. A man with class, a man with dignification, a man who is brave enough to go against the grain. See, I don't have to use weapons in order to get over. I don't have to use weapons in order to win championships. I don't have to use weapons in order for people to understand that I'm the best in the world. And that is why I'm in CZW. I'm in CZW to prove to every single fan out there that Deathmatch Wrestling is garbage. And the only real wrestling there is out there is the pure, pure classification of professional wrestling. All right. Well, what happens then if, like, a Deathmatch wrestler comes in? Let's say Zandig comes in and challenges you for the title. Would you take him? I don't, no, no, because I'm not an idiot. I'm not an imbecile. I'm not, I'm not like a Joey Janela. I'm not like a Ricky Champage. I'm not like a Matt Tremont. I'm not going to stoop to that level. I'm a real professional wrestler. I don't have to wrestle guys like Zan, uh What is it, Danzig? Zandig? I don't even care. You know what I care about? I care about money, and I care about proving every single day that I'm better than you, and you know it. Also, uh, quickly, I want to touch upon, uh, since we are from Ottawa, you got to wrestle for C4 Wrestling. I know it's a little bit out of your reach, seeing as you're not a big fan of Canada, but what was it like to work uh, for, for C4 Wrestling? The thing is, C4 management is great, but uh, the fans over there are pretty disgusting. It seems like almost everybody in that crowd was their brothers, mothers, sisters, uncles, aunts. They're all related. It's disgusting. And to be frank, I think out of all people that were in that building, there might have been maybe 10 feet combined in every person's mouth. Okay. Well, I, I guess I want to delve deeper into this Canadian thing, seeing as I am Canadian. Like, what is what is the deal with Canada? Is it just like, you know, is it something that's happened at a young age? Is it something down the line, just wrestling there? Just what is it about Canada? No, it's just any – it's the way you guys say a game. It's, it's, it's your athletes. It's your culture. It's the fact that you think poutine is, is good. Oh, it is good. What are you talking about? And what did you just say to me? I said poutine is really good. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poutine's about as good as probably uh, your uh, your obesity problem. Oh, okay. Look, I, I want to skip over this. 
I don't want to talk about this anymore. All Everybody right. knows the good old U.S. of A. is the place to be. All Next right. question. All righty. All righty. Uh, well, what's the future looking like for you and uh, MLW? Obviously, you want to chase any titles. But you mentioned you're keeping all titles on uh, in your eye. What, in terms of the tag title, though, aren't you afraid that maybe nobody really wants to partner with you, given that, you know, you got this sort of, I guess you could say, confidence in quotations? Who needs a partner? Who needs a partner when you're as good as me? So, I, I'm going to be the tag team champion. All by yourself? Dumb question. Yeah. You're yeah. going to be the tag team champion all by yourself? Yeah. This is Tate State Roberts. This is Teddy DiBiase, the Bay Dollar Man. Hey, this is Bob Baffling. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stein. This is the Honky Dog Man, the greatest WWE intercontinental champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling with Ideas. Welcome inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon, alongside me, of course, the music man, Colin Scully, CD Scully, whatever your name is. I'm going with Colin Scully for now because that's what works, really. It's what works. It's your gimmick for now. It may change, but uh, we don't have the man with no excuses. No excuses uh, had an excuse to not show up this week. He's actually, uh, he's dealing with his leg injury. Yep. And uh, he's getting that treated today, so he's not in. But we have a very suitable replacement. In fact, we have a WWI original, a Wrestling With Ideas original, in the studio right here, right now. We have the Beast from BC himself. It is Alec Miski right here, right now. Alec! How you doing today, man? I'm pretty good. You know, I've been enjoying my time under the mat. Under the mat, yeah. That, that's where I live now. Are you? Are you like taking on? Are you infringing on my gimmick as Hornswoggle on living underneath the ring? It's hard to infringe upon something when you do it better. Oh, ow! Wow. Although I'm not managing Rock as clearly, if Al- otherwise it would be doing already that. just cutting some <laughs> shoot promos right here on, on Wrestling <laughs> with Ideas, just. Hasn't been on for 60 episodes, comes back. I've got a lot to say. Um, Time for the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. (laughs) Kruger, my son tells me you're an idiot. Do you know where that's from? Seinfeld. Thank you. You see, he's going to be great. You and I, you and I, you and him, as in Colin and Alec, are going to get along just fine as this mic keeps on turning on me. But before we even get into any... Big wrestling news. We gotta uh, get to Gibby's big announcement. Yeah, I got I got a big announcement uh, to make on the show here today. As some already know, I was uh, recently hired uh, by uh, 580 CFRA as a news writer, and uh, because of the new job, uh, next week will be my final episode of wrestling with ideas as a full-time person that's on every week right i could still contribute if you want me on oh for um, sure man but uh and you, you can't that, be the host you have to yeah well, guess thomas those are big words you're gonna have to really try to back them up i don't know stefan you did have a little bit of respect for him i did talk to you before this interview as well you saw him as coming up and one of the new guys but i don't really know if that's the story here how do you see you two matching up and I know every competitor is always talking about wins here, but how do you see this matchup going? It's quite simple, all right? 
on Sunday, I'm going to make every single strike count. Do you hear me, Ledoux? Every single strike I throw your way, it's going to count, you, can you and count? it's going to hurt. Don't cut me off Can right you now. count, Don't man? Don't cut me off. Can let you me count? Finish. I let you finish. I have the respect for you to let me finish, so let me finish, all right? Come this Sunday, I'm going to make every strike count. I'm going to make sure that every time I take you down, the ground shakes. Do you understand? Do you hear me, Ladu? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, Bobby. I, I did have a hint of respect because everybody that steps into those ropes and competes in the squared circle deserves everybody's respect. It's not an easy thing we do. And I understand what he's trying to do. I understand he's trying to make a name for himself. But please, please hear me on this. All right? On Sunday, if you are dumb enough to oh. leave a limb unprotected, I'll make sure to take it home with me. Oh. Do you hear me? Oh, All right? <laughs> I will make an example of what not to do when you're in the ring with me. The Duke, on Sunday, I will. I was content with only beating you, but now beating me. I will inflict You're... pain and punishment to go alongside the win. Do you hear me, LeDuc? You can go ahead and talk, and you can go ahead and laugh and think. You aren't going to do anything. All right, we'll see on Sunday, my friend. You, we'll see you're on Sunday. nothing, man. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, let's just say, uh, I don't know. First, uh, first five minutes. I'm gonna Go put you down. That is quite a okay? pre prediction there. I, Thomas, I, I want to be impartial here. Nice. I can't see that like, happening. But what are you saying? You're crazy, man. You're mental. Like, gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. Showcase Sunday with these ten. Crazy people, you're all crazy. Gentlemen, every guys. Single one of you, every single one of you that cheers for that guy, you're mental. Tom, Thomas, you we can't talk about the fans like that. We cannot talk about the fans like that. You have words you want to say against the fan? Is 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 he still on the line? Is, I think he hung up. Thomas, I think he couldn't stand. Thomas the Duke. Well, he's gone. Looks like we've lost Thomas. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, that is a little bit of his credo here, I guess. Um, hopefully, he can back up his words. Stefan Paulson, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm sorry that interview went the way it did. I really was hoping for a civil discussion here and at least a little bit more about what you two were going to do to each other. Uh, not that name calling towards the fans that was uncalled for. But Showcase Sunday, 10, this Sunday, October 21st, 2018 at the TC Pro Dojo. We are going to see one heck of a fight, a clash of styles, a clash of more veteran experience versus that youth that we're going to see. And Stefan, any last words for our fans? I just want everybody to come out and support not only the Torture Chamber Pro Wrestling Dojo, uh, but every single competitor that will be stepping into that ring. And I'll make sure that on Sunday, when I step into the ring with Leduc, um, that basically, you know, I like I said, I said it before, uh, I can beat him everywhere. There's not a place I can't beat him. He wants to fight to be on the feet, we'll strike. He wants to fight to be on the ground, we'll grapple. He wants to fight to be in the air, well, we'll fly like an eagle. We'll do whatever he wants. But know this, Leduc. I know you're still listening. You might have hang up like a coward, but I know you're still listening. So listen up real good. And this goes for anybody else that has anything to say about the modern-day savage. When you step into that ring with the modern-day savage, you have no idea the type of punishment that I will inflict on you. All right? I am a trained fighter. Understand that. So that wherever the fight may go, on the feet, on the ground, or in the air, I will beat you everywhere. Leduc, 
you've been warned. This Sunday, I will make an example of you, and I will come back, make my way back to becoming the number one contender for the NWA British Commonwealth Championship. And every single fan that's been supporting Torture Chamber Pro Wrestling Georgia needs to come out and pay their fees and then come in and enjoy the show because they're in for one hell of a fight. Fans, you heard it here from one of the best here in the entire scene. Showcase Sunday, 10. Come on out. Enjoy the show. It'll be one heck of a good time. I agree. Colin, you got it? Yep, we're good. Cool. Thank you guys for calling in. Thanks to uh, thanks to Thomas. Thanks to you, Stefan. When we come back from commercial break, we're going to be talking more of the latest in wrestling news. You're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107. Radio Nine. Life. There we go. Let's, 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 let's play. Let's play this puppy. Hey, Gibby. Music Man here. This is a kind of a hard thing for me to do. As you really are the one that got me my start in my radio career, I can tell you right now that if it weren't for you saying yes to being, uh, for me being co-hosting on Wrestling With Ideas episode 96, I would not be here right now. But... I thought I had told, well, I had told you that I was going to be looking back into the Gibby archives. The Gibby archives. And I yeah, put a little tribute package together called Gibby Through the Years. This is going to take a look back at Gibby's wrestling radio podcast, whatever you want to call it, career, right from the beginning. There you go. Gibby, this is your wrestling radio life. Oh, I had to, man. Horn swaggle music. I had to. If WWE copyrights us, it was all worth it. <laughs> they won't do it. They won't. They won't do it. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, this I is, did it. This is I did it. This is the old intro. This is old me. This is it did it. This is back when you were my age. This was this was the Roz Gibby podcast years. Oh my god. Where did you find the this? next big thing in YouTube. professional wrestling podcasting. This is Roz Gibby with your host, Zach McGibby. Yeah, and I used to be Zach McGibby. Yeah. Oh. But you'll, be, you'll laugh at me when I... Welcome to the next big thing in pro wrestling podcasting. This is the first ever I went all the way back coming at you oh. from parts unknown. It's me. You stole, my, you stole my gimmick. Exactly. No, you st- I four years ago. Episode of Raw's Gibby. I will review WrestleMania 30 and how the actions of WrestleMania 30 will greatly impact the current storylines of WWE. So let's just get started straight away with the Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold, and the Rock segment. Uh, this was a really oh, cool Oh, this segment. is my WrestleMania 3. Uh, with, yeah, this, uh, is first, this is the first Hogan coming out that first, I found. Uh, wow. Promoting WrestleMania, promoting the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Uh, did a very good job very selling the match. Yeah. And then, uh, but... This is less defined radio voice me. The yeah. Silverdome. And that was quite funny, actually. And the crowd totally ripped into Hulk Hogan for totally messing up the name of the arena. Uh, but then Stone Cold came out and also joined in. On I was the really Hulk slow, Hogan, back but then. there was a yeah, point really in the segment slow. where he stood face to face with Hulk Hogan, and I literally thought right then and there that he was going to Stone Cold stun Hulk Hogan right there. But I then sound the like Rock's a music massive on, mark, which actually surprised yeah, me a little massive bit, which mark. shouldn't really surprise me considering the news shouldn't that really he was backstage. Me. At the Hall of Fame By the ceremony. way, this is the first time I'm hearing this. All right, now let's throw things over to a voice from Gibby's past. Uh-oh. 
Ah, the oh. new Lad McGibbon. Where to really begin? Probably the best memory, and it's one that still kind of airs every so often on CKDJ with our promos, was when we had Mish from Wrestling oh, uh, yeah. Soup on. I don't know if you <laughs> oh, ever listen to Soup, just, but it's not wait, really PG, wait. so I was really happy to have him on there and kind of keep it clean. But one of the moments that just cracked Mish up and Gibby always will remember fondly for the rest of his days <laughs> was when we were discussing the Chris Jericho match against an undeclared person at that time. And it was at Roblox WrestleMania, the one where Triple H fought Roman Reigns in a match no one wanted. And basically, who like Jericho's out there, he's doing a heel promo, just cutting into Toronto and Canada in general. And who best to defend Canada? The real American, Jack Swagger. Oh, man. And Mitch just, or Mitch just, right. just broke down into laughter. And Gibby will remember that for all time. Probably oh. so will I. It's kind of sad to hear that <laughs> he's leaving for, I, wrestling with ideas. But it's pretty good. Wish you all the best in your future endeavors, Gibby. And, uh, yeah, good luck. There you go. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we move over to Chris Jericho. Oh, I uh, went and I found it. And he was talking about typical Canadian fans and how he's glad he moved away from it. He insulted Bret Hart. And he says he's the greatest icon in the history of Canada. So with all this Canadian buildup, who do they bring out? The real American Jack Swagger. <laughs> For this match. Save us, Jack Swagger. <laughs> uh, we the people. <laughs> we love you. Be so. our prime minister. And uh, <laughs> we, lo- uh, we love you, Swagger. Uh, it's 2015. I had to. Oh, man, I can't even what did you think of Jer- What did you think of Jericho's promo, though? It was a good promo. Did you hate him? Oh, I hated Jericho. <laughs> I hated him. Just, I can't believe he moved out of Canada. We got free health care. His social media response that Jericho got when he was dropping that was unreal. It was, like, all over the place. There was just so many people commenting. Like, I, I think a lot of people enjoyed it. It's one of the few times that you see, like, Chris Jericho... Chris Jericho is one of those guys that either tries or does not try. He's right. like a Yoda analogy, you know? <laughs> do or do not. Right. And Chris Jericho came up there to Canada, and, and he absolutely did. I, I thought it was a fantastic promo. It, it got him to meet the fans, or at least the visual fans. I'm not sure that, you know, everybody's actually like, ooh, grr, Chris Jericho. But right. I think people enjoyed it for Still the Still one of my favorite and, episodes. And it, was, it was a fantastic uh, uh, premonition with uh, him and AJ. Yeah, but did you think the decision to bring Swagger out was the best? Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> I, brought that up on, I brought that up when it immediately happened on Sunday. I'm like, that was just the worst possible person. Because you're first, at first, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, they're going to get a Canadian guy to come out there and defend Canada, right? Yeah, I thought it would be, be Zane for sure. Like, why not have Zane or even Trudeau? Like, <laughs> Put Trudeau out there. Have <laughs> him tag team with Obama. Why not? <laughs> exactly. Or even get like Owens to come out and do the whole like English versus French I know. debate. Yeah, it's true. But like, the thing is, but we knew that half the roster was in Atlantic City, right? So bring back Sylvain Grenier if you wanted yeah, to. Yeah, that's good point. <laughs> why not? Yeah, yeah, the exactly. fabulous Rougeaus. And the fabulous Rougeaus. Well, even Edge and Christian or something like that, right? Like, it's just yeah. Let's bring Edge out there. Yeah. Well, even like I mean, like I don't even know if Christian can wrestle, but anybody but Swaggers. My point is, <laughs> like, the real American Jack Swagger. Hey, Zach, heard the great news. This is Dr. Bob. Congratulations. Oh, Dr. Bob. Future, I'm going to you. I'm going to take care of you. Okay, Bob, I know everyone at Wrestling Play View is going to miss you. Listen to that for quite some time. All your interviews have been absolutely top notch. I know you put in a lot of effort into everything you do. So it's great to see good things happen. If you still don't remember your last name, I think it's Gibson or Gibson, like the monkey. But nonetheless, congratulations on your new venture. I know everyone's going to miss you uh, hearing the unlessing of my deal, but I'm 
There you go. So Gibby, like Zach McGibbon? <laughs> oh my God! I've never heard of him. <laughs> does he? Does he see a student here? Uh. Does he do a show on this radio station? <laughs> oh wait a minute! Uh. That's the guy I got the complaint about last week. Oh! <laughs> I think he said booger on the air during his wrestling show. Oh. We got to get rid of him, man. He's fired. He is extra fired. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. Gibby's a great guy. Gibby, it's been awesome oh. working with you for the last few years this, here. It's been awesome seeing you Gibby's progress through. Good luck at your new gig. Big, and thanks like for everything Gibby's you've done around the station here, here man. We're going to miss you. Yelling. Number seven. I came out in this. <laughs> so this now. Year. So this I now. Is going things yeah. over to the special edition <laughs> review of yeah. Joy Janela's um, Spring Break. Some of my favorite I'm, just reading, I'm just reading the comment. The notes is like commentary are completely wasted. Oh yeah. He started hitting German suplexes on everybody. Hornswoggle. Yeah, slash cause, me. Because that's believable. I hit yeah. a bunch of German yeah. suplexes on yeah. <laughs> Um, And then number eight, you hear him call his name and it feels like home. <laughs> oh, my God. When you call his name, it's like a little prayer. Mm. You're down on your knees, Marco. He wants to take you there. I don't care if he wants to take me there. I'm <laughs> getting off the bus. Uh, uh, Fredo uh, came yeah. out. Yeah, not a fan. And Swoggle came in. He tried to do a German suplex on Grado. And then Grado attacked him with his belly. Yeah. <laughs> he did. Uh, it was essentially like a freight train. Just he just kind of ran right into me slash Swoggle. <laughs> Anybody who has the balls man. to come out to Madonna is kind of that, that good for him. But he, he got him over, he, though. He does yeah, have a I'm point. just not a big fan it's of the style. Huge o- it, he's hugely over in Scotland for ice. It was kind of confusing at first because nobody was coming out. Then we realized number 10 is the Invisible Man. Invisible. <laughs> that uh, pretty much solidified my hatred for this entire match. He ran wild on everybody during this. Everybody That's took right. bumps for the Invisible yeah. Man. He tossed Kikutaro, and then he made Hornswoggle slash me submit. Yeah. He made me tap. The Invisible yeah, Man That's made right. Zach McGibbon tap. Yeah, how- he has been ejected. He has been killed. He yeah. has died. Unbelievable. <laughs> Number 15, Alabama Doink. That's my favorite. Doink. Honestly, that's my favorite doink. bit from the whole Alabama thing. Alabama Doink. Oh, my God. Wow, you, now you're just taunting me here. Yeah, more or less. You, you see, for those who don't know, I absolutely hate this song. I was debating as to whether I should go with Teenage Dirtbag or Wonderwall. Oh, if you picked Wonderwall, I would have walked out of this studio. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Man. So, there you go. Yeah, man. That, that was, was uh, that was me through the years. And now we've got you leaving now. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much for putting that together, man. That was uh, that was that was very entertaining. Uh, did, you th- you. Th- did you think I was going to go all the way to the back, like all the way back <laughs> to the beginning? No, I was the first episode of Raw is Gibby. I was not expecting the very first Raw is Gibby episode to show see, up on Wrestling With Ideas. See, I found, out, I found out that through listening to the first episode of Wrestling With Ideas that's up on Podbean, it was the uh, one with, I think it was the one with, it was the, fir- I th- was the first one that you started doing regularly, it was like 25, 26-ish. Yeah. Give or take. Yeah. Um, and I had heard that, I think it was Alec or somebody, or no, it was Braden mm-hmm. at the time yeah. that had said, oh, he's got uh, some podcast on YouTube over called Rise Gibby or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And at that point, you had to j- go this back. Is j- I had to go back and find it because I knew that that was going to be my opening thing. There you go. 
Yeah, I have not. I have not listened to an old Rod Skippy episode, in in like well, I guess since since it got recorded, man, that was that was me way back. That was that was pre radio voice Zach McGibbon. If you go um onto my Twitter, you'll see an I spot at Rise Gibby. Now yeah. this that was because uh, we I go to the same high school that Zach went to yeah and i was walking through the halls and i had seen that they had just recently put the uh picture the uh big murals or the big pictures of everybody that's graduated there you go and i was looking through the one year and then i saw zach and i figured i'd had to take a picture of this yeah that is if i'm not mistaken that's around the same time that i did the show yeah yeah was that when you were in grade 11 or grade 12 though Roz gibby Roz gibby was grade 12 i believe yeah may have been great maybe have been late grade 11 grade 12 and then uh I did that show, and then I went to Algonquin to because uh, I was – well, actually, no, it was grade 11 because uh, I remember I went over to Algonquin to check out uh, the radio program because my mom had recommended uh, – it's like, hey, you're doing this podcasting stuff. Let's see what radio's like. And I remember as soon as I walked in, I was like, this is for me. Right. So, uh, and that's kind of the same thing that I had because we really have the same sort of similar career paths. Yeah. Like we both had our own podcast. Yeah. Both, both coming from LDH, yeah. both uh, making our way through. And uh, when we both went into the radio station, we realized that was what we wanted to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I have not listened to an old Ross Gibby podcast episode uh, in quite some time. So thank you so much for that. That was uh that was that was really good. Yeah. I I really enjoyed that. I I I have not listened to an old Ross Gibby <laughs> episode in a long time, and uh, thanks again as well to Alec Miski, uh, Doctor Bob as well. Doctor Bob, really great guy, uh, doing some fantastic stuff on the independent scene. Yeah, and uh, so it, it was, thank you so much, Doctor Bob, and of course Dan Mellon at the end there. Yeah, uh, he he was a professor of the radio program and uh, really gave me the tools. Uh, to really develop uh, some great stuff in the program and, of course, wrestling with ideas. So I thank Dan so much for that. Um, now, I, th- after this, I do have to say, though, I have to put in one more commercial break before before we end things off. So we'll put in the commercial break now, and then uh, we'll finish things off, and that'll be my yeah. final episode of Wrestling With Ideas. So you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's New Music. Hey, Gibby, it's Primetime. Josh Primo here. I uh, just want to say huge congratulations. Uh, unfortunately, we're losing a big part of, of the station and losing you. And I want to say a huge thank you because you did teach me so much. And uh, all the a lot of the things that I've learned uh, in radio have come from you. And uh, once again, just want to say a huge congratulations and a huge good luck uh, on the rest of your career. Hey, this is MJF, and you're listening to Wrestling With Ideas, unfortunately. Goodbye. Because my name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman, and I'm better than you, and you know it. I'm not a narcissist, it's only a little flame, I'm not a arsonist, it's only a little pill, I'm not a pharmacist, it's only a little love, I'm not a narcissist, I feel marvelous, I'm feeling better than and I And welcome back felt. inside the CKDJ Studios. Wrestling with ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9 Ottawa's new music. For the final time, I am the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon. Yeah. And alongside me, the music band Colin Scully. That's it. And uh, that was uh, I. I love. Thank you so much for that audio package. No problem, that was man. that was great. I, I remember the Jack Swagger bit. 
Yeah. Uh, the the recent stuff with Joey Janela was hilarious. Um, yeah. And there's even there's some there's some even like there's some stuff I remember from older episodes uh, that you could check out in the archives as well. WrestlingWithIdeas.podbean.com. All the interviews there. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it for me. Uh, there's uh, we got Money in the Bank this Sunday and. Uh, it should be a fun show. Uh, after this, I'm heading straight over to uh, CFRA to yeah. uh, do my news writing uh, and my uh, newscasting. So uh, it's uh, not uh, it's it's not goodbye. It's see you later. I yeah. guess it's oh for the, sure. It's it's it. I think that's uh, the better way to put it. Yeah. Uh, so thank you everybody who's tuned into uh, when I did the show for what three years now. Yeah. Um. Thank you everybody who tuned in uh over the years gave the support um all the countless hosts co-hosts that we've had here on the show uh you you alec miski uh jonathan skews sprain mayhew will macklin uh we're going even earlier justin hargrove and rj, RJ stacy mcguire and uh, mcguire fortier primetime primetime primo primetime primo was on uh Oh, Corn Mess, Corey Mess was on for a couple of episodes. This was like eight, episode forty aroundish. Uh, he now does the broadcasting for the champions, I believe, or at least that's uh, Mike Nellis. that doesn't know. Mike Nellis doesn't know. I know he. I know he did at one point. Uh, I wonder how, what he's doing now. But he's another g- great guy. Uh, Corey Mess. Uh, man, I'm trying to make sure I'm not forgetting anybody. Oh, uh, Matty J uh, from uh, the the. Uh, well, it's also the WrestleCast, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, part not the parts unknown one though, just uh, the WrestleCast. Uh, Matty J, uh, man, there's so many people. Dan Dan Mellon, uh, it's Dan uh, P. Dan P. Um, uh, even you know Chris Duffy uh, way yeah. back when he he was the one who gave the good green light to continue get the show continuing on and was a big supporter of it. Um, all the countless people in the Ottawa independent wrestling community. Um, from C4 to Great North Wrestling to Acclaim to Big Time, uh, just continuously supporting the show. Mark AP for coming on the show. Uh, and this show has really given me the opportunity uh, to do a lot of things. It, it was really hands-on for me when I did the show. I, was, I would host it. I would send out emails to get interviews. I would produce the show. I would upload the show. I would promote the show. Uh, and now you know, the way the show's grown when I took over, we went from around 220, uh, Facebook likes to around 460 now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Twitter, obviously we have a good following on Twitter, uh, started up the Instagram and, uh, we've got a good reach in the, uh, we've got a good reach in the Ottawa wrestling community. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it feels weird cause I know I'm not going to be doing this every week. Right. And I've been doing this every week for about three years now. Yeah, and it's it's uh, it's really starting to hit home now that uh, this is uh, this is it for yeah. me producing the show. Um, but I know you, Colin, are going to do a fantastic job on this show. Thank you. Um, he, I've already been seeing some of the interviews. He's trying to get prepped up. So I think it's there's some very exciting weeks of wrestling with ideas in the future yeah. with Colin. Um, there's a lot of great stuff coming up. Uh, I'm trying to make sure I've got everybody involved, but to anybody that listened to the show over the past couple of years that supported me, uh, and 
uh, all the interviews I've been able to do who listen to those. Um, just thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Um, it's uh, It's been really fun doing this show. It's helped uh, give me opportunities that I didn't think I would have. Um, getting to do wrestling commentary was something I didn't yeah. think I was going to be able to do, and I was able to do it through this show. Um, getting to talk with some of the biggest wrestling stars in the world through this show. Um, yeah. and, and getting a, a deeper appreciation for the auto independent scene as well. Uh, this show helped me get invested in C4 and Acclaim and Great North and all those great promotions, big time pro wrestling. Don't want to miss out too much on too many, um, and torture chamber pro wrestling in Montreal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, uh, it's, uh, it, it was fantastic run. Happy to have done this show. Uh, and, uh, I, again, I know Colin, you're going to do a fantastic job. Thank of you. It, so. You're welcome to come back anytime you want. There you go. And, uh, so again, this isn't goodbye. It's, uh, it's see you later. Episode 110, a new era begins yep. with, uh, Colin Scully. Are we allowed to say season, are we on season six or season seven right now? I, I, I started doing the season thing to make it interesting because of the summer stuff. As of now, I've just kind of continued yeah. it on as its own wrestling show. But, of course, you have the reins now. You can do yep. what you want with the show. Um, and, uh, obviously, you know, you feel how you feel with the show. Um, yeah. Just know that you not only you have my support on it, but you've also got Will's support. Okay. Uh, Will, who was the original creator of this show. That's good. Um, Will, and Will's very supportive of, of you and wants to see the show continue. That's uh, good. The goal that both Will and I had and brain too uh was that we wanted to make sure the show was something like a press box here on the station where it would be different people running the show um and getting to create opportunities and now uh will bill will and i and brain trying to build a you know a foundation for the show and i am gonna attempt to continue that there you go well and again i think you'll do a fantastic job of it so Again, uh, this is uh, this is it. Uh, final episode for myself. Uh, thanks again. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Until then, guys, have a good one. You have just listened to the greatest wrestling show on the planet. If you want to listen to older episodes of the show, including full interviews, make sure you check out Wrestling With Ideas on Podbean and on the Podbean app, or listen to us on our new SoundCloud page. We can also be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player FM, and many more. Make sure you keep on tuning in every Thursday at 6 p.m. to Wrestle With Ideas. This is Teddy DiBiase, the main dollar man. Hey, this is Bob Backlund. Hey, everyone, this is Rick Stein. This is the Honky Dog Man, the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome inside the CKDJ studios for Wrestling With Ideas right here on CKDJ 107.9, Ottawa's new music. I'm the man they call Gibby, Zach McGibbon, and I got a special guest co-host this week. Uh, big fan of the show, and yeah. uh, he's going to be coming on every once in a while to talk some of the the graphs, I guess they call it now. Uh, I've got, I, I got with me Colin Scully, and now Colin 
as per tradition of this show, any new person that comes on the show, they get a nickname. Okay. So we've had Marco Rossi on the show, and we call him the Mean Street Rossi. Uh, nice, after the nice. street policy, yeah, yeah. there you go. Um, and uh, so we gotta think of a nickname for you, Scully. Sounds good. I, I gotta use Scully for it for something. Yeah, it's like the thing. The first thing I think of is the Monsters Inc. Uh, movie mm. with with Sully. Yeah. Uh, I just see I just see the excitement that just came out of your face yeah. as soon as I said that. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, so we'll just call you Scully for now. We'll find something. Sure. We'll find something. Most people don't even call me by my first name. Most people that I know outside of school just call me Scully anyway, so it works. Well, introduce everybody to yourself, and uh, don't be afraid to speak up into the microphone as well. Sounds good. Well, my name is Colin Scully. I'm not as old as Gibby is. (laughs) I am no longer the youngest person on this show. Am I the youngest? Am I the youngest person that you've had? Yeah. You are now the youngest. I, I was initially the youngest when I joined. Uh, but now I am, uh, I'm now the second youngest. You are, you are grade 11. I'm grade 11. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have guessed it by the sound of your voice. Like your voice sounds like something that's, uh, been on the radio for quite a few years. <laughs> I've not, I've heard, I've not heard that yet, but I've definitely heard that I sound like I'm at least 18, 19, 20 yeah. type deal. So, so thanks for coming on to the show. Uh, and, uh, of course, big wrestling fan as always. Yeah. Um, and going to come on and help us. So let's get straight into the news. Sounds good. All First bit we got to talk about is WWE Fastlane and all the things that came out of that show. Uh, so you watched Fastlane. You were messaging me uh, during the show about some of the different notes that you took from each match. Uh, but overall, what did you think of uh, Fastlane? Did you enjoy the show? I did enjoy the show. I find that it was probably the best SmackDown-produced pay-per-view that I've seen since they, sp- since they did the brand split. Okay. Wow, so that's, so, so, so that's some heavy praise. Yeah. Jerry is the real king. It's like, oh, if out of the goodness of my heart, maybe I'll I'll, I'll make you a prince, but you're you know, you're not the real king, blah 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 and the fake uh, king versus king match. Yeah, I want you to kiss my royal feet. I mean, this was a good lead up to SummerSlam. He put the boots on Brett and he made him kiss his feet. Mm-hmm. Even though it wasn't really well, It was more of a kick to the mouth, but Yeah, and he choked him with the scepter and hit him and he smashed the crown and threw the chair at him like the big chair. Yeah, the big throne. He was doing yeah, that throne. Braun was Doing it in a row. <laughs> That's right. What yeah. is it with the big chair shots, man? You gotta get him in. It's almost as it's almost as overused as those table spots. Yep. <laughs> These days. It's like those every day you spots. watch someone's going through a table. But no, I thought it was it was a good lead up, right? Oh, I'm the real king, and then Hart got the chant of Burger King going, You're not the real king. Where were you? You know, leading you're up to this. And, yeah, you're the Burger King, and then that's that's what triggered that's what triggered uh, Lawler to beat him up. So I thought it was a good little lead up because it's like, oh, my God, the person just won King of the Ring. I mean, it's not like it, it, it destroyed Hart or anything. If anything, it, like I said, it led up to their match at uh, SummerSlam a couple months later. So I don't know. Overall, I like the pay-per-view. Um, I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, it's, it's a shame the buy rates weren't very good. But this was right. also a down period. It was also it was 93. Yeah. If this pay-per-view happens in 2018, does with it do the better? Same, with the same card? More or less. Well, like, assuming they, assuming the stars... <laughs> We're going to say that Bret Hart is the age of Bret Hart in 93, but it's 2018. Right. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. Then, I don't know if the buy rate would be higher. No. Because because wrestling's in a down spiral right now. Absolutely it is. And it's not as popular as it once was, and I don't even think it was as popular as it was Well, 
wrestling like Sorry. wrestling in general I wouldn't say that it's not as popular now. WWE isn't. I don't see how no. it could be unless they're doing like some cross marketing with other. But even then, I, no. I mean, if, if we're talking about even like popularity, but like with the Japanese or Indies, it's still not. It's not. Yeah, as successful. Yeah, I. It's still not as. Eh, not really. No. Yeah, no. This, yeah, like they would recognize the star power on this card, but I yeah. don't know if it would draw everybody that could buy it. It wouldn't. I absolutely would not. I, I, I don't even know if you would have, like, more ri- people buying into the network. And I, eh. Although, f- you know what? If you were to do, because remember when they brought it back once in King, and it was there was a King Barrett. Neville made it all yeah. the way to the finals, and King Barrett. Well, they brought it. They brought it back a couple times actually, because there was King Sheamus too the year before, or a couple years before. I right, think. but it wasn't like a consistent. There and then King Devil too. No, King, no, that's King, that's King of the Cruiserweights. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he was that's that's King. not the same thing. If you're bringing it back now, let's say they brought it back this, like, like let's say they, they oh, next pay per view, King of the Ring with the. I mean, you'd have to you have to factor in, I guess, the roster split. Well, how, who would you? Who would be your? Who would be your eight guys? Eight guys for King of the Ring. Yeah, you can go first. Excuse roster. I get to go first. Yeah, man. Match number one, I'm putting Dolph Ziggler against Drew McIntyre. Yes, right away. Are they not a tag team right now, or exactly would you do that on purpose? Perfect. In the match, right away. Right. Or would you have them both go all the way to the finals and then face each other? No, because... I would have them in the first match because, okay. and I would have Dolph be the bigger man and lay down to Drew. Okay. I'm gonna try to write this down so I don't book myself into a corner like I've done in the past. <laughs> but as yeah. of, so, first match, I'm gonna put Drew versus Dolph. Mm-hmm. Second match, I'm putting Seth Rollins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, against the SmackDown talent in Rusev because Ooh, everybody's right. hyped for one of those guys to win. Yeah. It's round one. Yeah. You want to get the people watching the first round and not skip to the final. Yeah. You got to have the heat of the match going on. I'm not, I don't know who's going to win, but I will put Seth versus Rusev. My third, uh, I'm going to have to say Samoa Joe. Okay. Versus Randy Orton because Randy Orton probably deserves to be in it. Now I'd probably have Joe go over, but yeah. Orton's a big name. He's yeah, bringing some big names. Clean, and clean win. Over Orton. Yeah. Joe. Yeah, he's run him over. Okay, so okay, but competitive match, but Orton, there's not enough steam. Match, yeah. Maybe a couple RKO kickouts. Maybe okay. just, just two. Would you have him submit, or would it be a pinfall with the oh, muscle Joe buster? Would choke him out with okay. Him, yeah. Okay, go ahead. And I'd have to say in the last match, I'm going to throw a curveball here because okay. that's what I do best. <laughs> and everybody needs that one match where everybody knows who's going to win. Okay. So I'd probably put Elias versus Heath Slater. Really? So you could have Elias with a defining win. So that whenever he goes on to the next round, nobody knows what's going on. But everybody Smart. likes to think they know that one thing, and that's the one thing that everybody knows Elias wins by. You wouldn't have Braun Strowman in the King of the Ring? Oh, and no, then have him win. like... Or would you have him like lose in the quarters of the semis? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put Braun Strowman in it because if you put Braun Strowman in it, in it and he's not winning, it's a waste of Braun Strowman because you have this big guy. See, now, the only problem you had mentioned earlier that you wanted to see the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen at Mania. Yeah. Like, this isn't the do, Mania for it anymore. Yeah, I know it's not the Mania, but the thing is, to get ready for Mania, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir are going to have to do a fuck ton and i mean a like an ahmed johnson sized fuck ton jeez even 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 if they are they are currently as good as ahmed johnson i'll give them that (laughs) Uh, there's a there's a surprise entrant in the 2019 rumble for you the repo man (laughs) (laughs) 
no, 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 it's number what 30. Would he, what would he take this time? Xavier no, Woods' just, trombone? Listen to this. It's number 30, and, like, the last four contestants are in the ring, and Seth Rollins has, like, a stupid gimmick, like he is Infinity Boot or something like that. Number 30, we're all expecting R-Truth. All we hear is, Repo Man. <laughs> and he just, like, comes out and, like, steals Seth Rollins' like, like his knee pad or something, or his, whatever he's using for his gimmick, uh, for whatever cartoon character he's going to dress up as this time. Yeah. What do you think he's going to dress up as for the Rumble? Or is he just going to be regular old Seth? Green Ranger. <laughs> Green Ranger, Seth Rollins? Green Ranger. Then Ambrose comes out as, like, the Red Ranger. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, I think that's a good spot to end it off at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we started off hot, and then we started talking about Dean Ambrose dressing up as the Red Fucking Ranger. Well, it could be worse. Oh, Aquaman just came out. That's what Seth Rollins is gonna dress up as. Aquaman. Aquaman. Or maybe that's what the New Day is gonna dress up as. Xavier. Yo, before we end the show, what insane Rumble spot is Kofi gonna do this year? Um, he's going to use the trombone as a pogo stick. You know what? I wasn't saying trombone, but I was thinking a pogo stick this year. Yeah. Like if, like, Xavier Woods pulled like, one like like, the ring. like Xavier Woods, no. How about what if what if uh, Xavier Woods attached a pogo stick to the trombone? Now we're just getting to some fest wrestling shit. <laughs> like, uh, the, like the... <laughs> Gymnasty boys the gymnasty versus boys the versus, ugly duckling. Yeah, yeah. In in like what do you call that? A quack street brawl or something like I that? Think so. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm the music man Colin Scully. And I am the man with no excuses, Jonathan Skuse. And as always, have a good one. And the podcast, oh my god, Scully, have you seen the, I think it was a Fatal 4-Way. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for tonight's main event. Making their way to your radio waves, live from the CKDJ studios, this is Wrestling with Inside the CKDJ studios, right here for Wrestling with Ideas on CKDJ 1079, Ottawa's new music. This is the show that challenges your thoughts and wrestles with ideas. I am now your sole co I am now your sole host of Wrestling with Ideas, Colin the Music Man Scully. And this is gonna be this episode here is gonna be the beginning of how I want to run things on the show now that I am the host. But without further ado, let's just get straight into the news of the week. All right, we've got some sad news to report as of today, which is the 20th of June. It was announced earlier today that Leon White, better known to WWE audiences as Vader, has passed away Monday night at the age of 63. White began his sports entertainment career in the mid-1980s after retiring from the NFL due to injury. Now, after that, he rose to national stardom in Vern Gagne's AWA before joining NJPW as the masked Big Van Vader. He became one of the promotion's biggest stars and most feared competitors. This week on Wrestling With Ideas. Robert Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm gonna give it five and a half uh, stars. 
stupid, stupid, stupid. the best in the world, Shane McMahon. That wasn't even planned. This is your wrestling show, Ottawa. Heck, they could use you guys over in WWE. You're listening to the greatest wrestling show in the whole wide world. This is Wrestling With Ideas. Welcome back inside the CKDJ studios right here for another edition of Wrestling With Ideas. We are back and better than ever. As always, my name is the music man, Colin Scully. Joined this week, not by the man with no excuses, Jonathan Skuse, not by the man they call Gibby Zach McGibbon, not by Mean Street Rossi, Marco Rossi. We've got some new fresh meat here in the Wrestling With Ideas studios. Mitch Schweitzer, how's it going today, buddy? I'm great. How are you, Colin? You know? I'm 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 good. It's good. To, it feels right. Everything this is, is right. well in the world with me recording a wrestling podcast again. Amen. Now, as per tradition on the show, you need a nickname. I was talking to you a couple days ago mm. about potential nicknames for you. Yes. And we came up with a couple. We came up with either Sweet Chin Music Mitch Schweitzer. Damn straight. Or Mitch the Shockmaster Schweitzer. Shockmaster Schweitzer sounds pretty good to me, I'm yeah. saying. So we are going to actually leave the nickname debate up to you, our listeners. So as soon as this episode is released, I will create a poll on Twitter. And then you can vote for that there. Mm. And I'll leave an option for an other category. And then if you vote other, reply to the tweet with the nickname for Mitch. Yeah. Now, people know my story, but people don't necessarily know your story, Mitch. So where did your love for wrestling start? Well, my love for wrestling started back in 2006 when my uncle gave me a copy of SVR 2007. Nice. Brand new spanking right off of EB Games and Barhaven. PS2 or Xbox? Xbox 360. Oh, 360. 360. It was was hot. It was yeah, hot. Yeah. So I've always just kind of been into, into wrestling because of the game. An incredible game, that is. GM yeah. mode was... I play it to this day. Um, my uncle got me and my brother into wrestling from then. You know? like yeah. So then I was loving Degeneration X. You know? I'm watching yep. Spirit Squad. <laughs> watching Batista. I walk alone. You can't alone. talk about a love for wrestling and mention Spirit the Squad. Spirit the Squad sense. is underrated. I'm sure we'll get into that later. Yeah. Um... I loved wrestling. I took a little hiatus when I was in a in a middle school. Thought it wasn't cool anymore. Yep. Little guy CM Punk brought me back into it. The Punk Man himself, the pipe bomb for life. And then uh then the shield appeared. Yep. And I'm wearing my shield shirt right yep. here. Shield final stand. Hashtag Dean Ambrose got paid fifty bucks for that show. Did he actually? Got paid fifty dollars. For for his for, last show. For his last show, Vince McMahon gave him fifty dollars. And that's Anyways, that's Christ. ridiculous. So get back into it. Loving the shield. Bastard Seth Rollins stabs him in the back. You know, broke my heart as a child. That was breaks my heart now. Yeah, it breaks my heart now. So I've always been into wrestling. Uh, I've loved it. But these past couple years, man, is from I'd say I'd say for about six, six or seven years. This has been this has been it for me. 
This yeah. has been all I do. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I yeah. started. My my family, I got my family into it, except for my dad, who only watches when Brock Lesnar is on. Is your dad an MMA guy? No, he just likes that Brock Lesnar is big and can throw people around. He also thinks that they punch him in the d- too much. And I'm back. If you guys made it through all the way to the end of the second hour of the show, way to go. Um, obviously, Music Man here again. Thank you guys for all your support in my being the host of the show. I look to be continuing to deliver quality content for you guys in the future. Thank you guys for listening and have a good one. Thank you.